0: Welcome to The Savvy Session, your go-to podcast about elevating your life and business, sprinkled with a little bit of fun. This podcast is brought to you by Elevate Performance Solutions and Revolu IT Services. And now, here are your hosts, Kirsten Ramos and Paula Kircher. Hello, and welcome back to The Savvy Session. This is Kirsten. And today, Paula and I are going to talk about what we would say to our younger selves. Paula and I have made no bones about it. We are in our 40s and we're looking back today as if we could have a drink, just take our younger selves out for a drink and (laughs) give our younger selves some advice. Paula, I'm going to kick it to you so that you can start us off with what you would
1: tell your younger self now that you know some things. And now I knew. Now that I know a few things under my belt, I know when we started talking about this topic a few weeks ago, I have had time, I've had a couple of road trips um, where I was driving by myself. So it gave me some time to like truly like reflect back to my younger self and just getting in that mindset of like, how did I approach things or how did I think things? And then thinking at it today, like, do I still, you know, think that way, or if I changed my mindset since then. So this is like a great, I've actually been excited to record this podcast with you. Cause I, there are some things I reflected back on that I didn't, you know, fully think about in the last few years. Um, but for me, I think one of the things that stood out to me right away that I would say to my younger self, when I'm having that tall glass of uh Chardonnay, um, <laughs> I would say to myself that when I was younger, I always, it was like a goal of mine that I wanted everyone to like me. Mm-hmm. I thought if I'm nice enough and sweet enough, everybody's going to like me. And I I laugh today now because I know better that you could be the nicest, sweetest person in this world, and you might not be that cup of tea for somebody. And it's okay. Like I want to say to my younger self, it's okay that the right people are going to like you and navigate towards you. Just keep being you. But I know that I would just spend time, you know, especially when somebody, you know, might not, you know, I could tell they might not fully like me for some reasoning. I, it would spin my wheels being like, why I don't get it. You know, I want to know, understand all of that. And I just know now today that I focus my energy on the people who do like me and do want to be in my space and, you know, and connecting with them on that. So that one was the the first thing that came to top of mind for myself.
0: And and I love it because it resonates very closely to my heart, and it's something that you know I struggle with, right? Because as a pleaser by nature, I want everyone to think, "Oh yeah, you know, Kirsten's the best." You know, I I yeah. really like her. But to your point, we're not always for everyone, and and realizing, you know, Paula, as we were talking about this, even the fact that sometimes we we look at at the effort put into um, put into the relationship
1: because I, I, yeah, go ahead, please. Oh, sorry. I I was going to say in regards to the effort, I, I definitely, that was another key thing I did too, is that I would also, you know, put in all this effort and not really then look at is the other person putting in effort as well. And I kind of mentioned that to you before is that I, today I call it a technique. I don't know if I came up with this or not, but I'm (laughs) near. So I'm near like, someone's effort, you know, I'll put effort in, you know, and generally in your, your good relationships, they, they're putting the effort back. But when I start to feel like, okay, I'm doing all this work and this person, you know, for whatever reason, you know, maybe they've gotten busy with their time or, you know, maybe they've moved and and just their time is different, but I will look to mirror. And I feel like that's the best because like when you then aren't aren't giving too much and you're giving same to them. I actually found that then the people actually then come back into your space. It's an interesting phenomenon. I might have to research this more, but it's a mirror technique that I do apply.
0: <laughs> well and I, I like it. I mean I, I feel like no, just just own it. It's the Paula Kircher technique and uh, you can <laughs> you, you can own uh, you can own this technique. Uh, until proven otherwise that someone else came up with it. Because I I do think our, all of our time is really precious. And it's something we talked about a little bit within our, our time of the, of our evolution of our 25 year friendship. And if you haven't listened to that podcast is um, available in our library. Uh, But that, that was one of the areas too, that a lot of times you, you give so much effort to these friendships that you have. And, for better or for worse, they've they've gone in a different direction. So I really appreciate you you talking about this. And I I love how you've allowed yourself to realize, listen, I'm still going to be that awesome, bubbly personality that's natural to you, but no. that it doesn't have to be something where, hey, you know what? If if that person doesn't like me, I need to go above and beyond in order to right. get them to like me. Our time is fleeting. So it's it's more so focusing on on what you can control and, and being your genuine self.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, you know, going back to that too, that being your genuine self. And that's what I would say to my younger self too, is the number one person that you should worry about that likes you is yourself. You know, you hear that statement all the time, but I can truly attest to it now in my 40 year old life that I do, you know, I truly do like myself. I appreciate the person that I am and being then that confident person, it gives off in my relationship. So comparing who I am today and who I was, you know, in my early twenties, I'm definitely, you know, a more confident, you know, and strong woman that I am today. So I would say the number one thing is just to like yourself first. And those that will like you will, you know, come into your space as well.
0: I I love that. And I would say just to dovetail off of that confidence level, because one of the the areas that I would tell my younger self over my tall glass of probably of of rosé right next to your right next to your Chardonnay, uh, (laughs) I would definitely tell her to ask more questions. I think my my younger self, there was that lack of confidence in if I ask a question, i'm going to appear stupid. and the one thing i've learned as i've you know gotten older been in business been you know within different different relationships business and personal is that asking questions is the way you get to know more. and most people i say most because there's always going to be someone that's like why are you asking so many questions. but <laughs> the majority of people love when someone asks more questions it shows that engagement It shows that you care about the other person or about the topic area. And I I know that my younger self, I was like, nope, nope, I've got it. I'm your gal. I'm going to get this project done. And I'd get back to my desk and I'd say, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. I should have asked so many more questions. And it's that inquisitiveness that shows we actually care about the person, the project, whatever it may be. And I I love to tell, uh, you know, my, my daughter, she is 12 years old. She is naturally inquisitive. And there are times that I want to be like, stop asking so many questions, but I don't because I have an opportunity to tell not my younger self, but my young daughter. Yes. Ask those questions. I'm not always going to have the answer. You may have to dig for that answer. You may have to Google it. You may have to ask someone else. We may have to figure it out together or it may be, well, there's no definitive answer. But there's a bunch of different answers and you look at which one makes the most sense to me. Um, So I I guess I'm I'm given that second chance as a parent to be able to say, no, no, keep asking those questions. Sometimes it's not the answer is not going to be right there. Sometimes it is. But keep asking, keep asking those questions, be intellectually curious about a lot of different uh, different things.
1: Yeah. And I, and I love that because I think that that curiosity is what I always say, like, a, you know, to be a curious person or to ask more questions, then it truly shows that you have interest and you want to learn more. And that applies, I think, in both work and in your professional life. For sure. When I, you know, when I meet people, say I'm at a networking event and then they start to ask me questions, I'm like, oh, they truly do want to engage with me. They're not just here just to you know, share their story. They want to also, you know, get to know me better. And I feel like when, when that person's asking me that question or those questions, I connect with those people. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm going to ask them questions in return too. So I think that's a very valid point that you brought up. Yep. It's, it
0: goes back to that reciprocation of effort because then it's, Oh, great. They're interested in me. I want to learn more about yeah. them.
1: And I think, too, that, you know, I, for me, myself, for what I else I learned, too, is in asking those questions, I have to be better at, at listening for the answers, too, because that saying of, like, you know, don't ask a question just so that you have something ready to say in return, that to be, you know, pause and let the person, you know, share their story and truly listen and engage to with what they're saying. I think that's advice for my younger self as well, is to to truly listen to what the person is saying.
0: Yeah, and, and listening to what someone says, you're exactly right. I think there's there's definitely the person, and I struggle with this. I struggle with the, oh my gosh, I'm thinking of my next thing to mm-hmm. say in response yeah. to them. And in doing so, I'm not actually listening. And it's no. not intentional, but it's it's that I'm already thinking of, oh, oh yeah, me too, And I've got a story about that. And it's more so of, okay, sit back, fully listen because where they might go with that story, might not actually be where you thought they were going. So then yeah. the thing you were going to say doesn't make any sense. So I, I love that listening component
1: as well. Yeah, because I always thought I would have, my younger self would have thought, oh, that's a good thing to be ready for the next question. And not till I learned later that no, like you just said, they might be going in a different direction. And then you already have another question thinking you're engaging more, but you change the course of then the what their conversation was going to go. So Well, especially that natural conversation, because then it's all of a sudden, oh, wait,
0: you weren't really listening. You're just scripting and it's on to the next (laughs) question.
1: And right, (laughs) that's so true. And I think, you know, another thing that, you know, on my road trip back driving again, I thought of another thing that was what I did when I was younger was that I would always like with projects or with work or with school, I, you know, the saying of, should you keep trying harder or do you move on? And when, when, with those type of things that if you work harder or if plan A doesn't work, you know, go to plan B, C, D, E, you know, putting in the effort in the end, you're going to find a solution. Well, my younger self would also apply that strategy for relationships as mm-hmm. well. And they're not the same, you know, because it's two human beings. And when you're putting in all this effort and putting in all this effort, um, And then knowing truly when um, should you keep trying in that relationship or does it make sense to move on and being comfortable with that? When my younger self, I wouldn't have been as fully comfortable with the move on portion of that. But myself today knows, you know, you definitely, that saying of, do you know, your, your intuition does know. Sometimes it takes you a little longer to fully admit that your intuition does know in something. But I think you need to have like a common base of like, does this fit like who I for me? Like, is it trust? Is it respect? Is it communication? You know, am I happy? You know, with this relationship, if I put more effort yeah. in, will it will it change? And so, for me, it was just kind of knowing knowing the difference of there's a difference between like a project work and a relationship work. So, yeah. just being comfortable with trying to know the difference of if you try harder, should you try harder, or should you move on? Right, and I, I mean, I think
0: that. That resonates with everyone, where it's it's more so of okay, is this the right time for me to walk away from whatever Mm -hmm. it is, whether it's a a job, a relationship, a project? Because you're right, we're ingrained, and you and I've talked just behind the scenes with one another, you know, throughout throughout our long friendship, (laughs) of our work ethic. And how we love that our work ethic was instilled in us, and we mm-hmm. will try our hardest, and we will keep going to that plan B, plan C, plan D. And sometimes that's not the right course of action. So yes. I love thinking of you telling your younger self, sometimes you have to walk away. Yes. And that is the win. That's yes. the, the you know where the effort should be put instead of you failed. This was yes. a failure. You couldn't solve it. It's, no, 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 I solved it. Yeah, <laughs> and I walked away. And again, whether yeah. it's a relationship, a job,
1: um, anything, right? That sometimes that walking, like you just said, is a great point. It's not failure; it is a win. You know that you're able to move forward and you know take a new aspect of of sorts. So, yes, that that hits you know the nail on the head with that. That it's not a failure because I think my younger self would have thought I gave up. It's failure. You didn't right. try hard right. enough. So, just being comfortable with making that decision.
0: Yep. And along that same line, it's funny that when you came up with that, I was like, oh, so mine is tangentially related. And I'd love, you know, your thoughts on this too, because I would tell my younger self and I would probably in the, for those of you that know me well and are listening to this, you'll be like, oh, wait, this is what you tell your younger self. How will you tell yourself that yesterday? Um, <laughs> but I would temper my reactions. I have a very reactive personality and that's not making an excuse for myself it's more so of um laying it out there where if something happens if something frustrates me if something if i'm really passionate about something or if i'm really angry about something it's a reaction that happens and so i would tell my younger self take a breath walk away step back look at the you know assess the entire situation before making a snap judgment and it's not to say that if something is to your core, you know, that you shouldn't, you know, that's to your core. I'm not talking about that. It's more so of these snap decisions that I, that I made and for better, for better, for worse. I mean, I will say I regret very few things in my life. I like to say, you know, I, I didn't go out for soccer and that's probably (laughs) a regret that I have that probably, I would probably be really good. But but that's it and, well, and, Kristen, know, we also, could
1: go we could go take lessons real quick.
0: <laughs> there we it's go never, never too young. never yeah. too late to learn a new skill. <laughs> uh, but I will say I don't regret anything because I think that's where what led me to where I am today. But I will say early on in my career, and some of you listening don't know this, but I started my career in public relations. So after the University of Iowa graduating with English and Communications studies, what do you do? You go into public relations. Well, there's many things you can go into, but that's what I chose. And I was at a, a firm that had some internal struggle, but also some personal struggle um, amongst the ownership. And so being a part of that, I was like, you know what? I need to get out of here. And so I went in a completely different direction. I left public relations entirely, said I. This is, this is not where I want to be. I made that snap decision to go in a completely different direction instead of saying, all right, let's pull back. It's probably the best that you leave this organization because it is kind of fraught with some, some struggles that are not your fault and they're not something that you can impact the change of, but instead of doing that, I almost ran to something completely opposite And then what ended up happening is then I realized, oh, wait, you're in retail management now and you're working nights and weekends and you want to have a family and you don't really want to be away from the action of the weekend uh, partying in Chicago. So (laughs) then I had to make that other pivot to go into learning and development where I was starting at the bottom. So it's, you know. How many people that don't come out of a career, you know, going to school for being a doctor or, or coming out of the military and saying, okay, now I'm starting my career? Nope, nope. I was in the work world. And then, se- you know, seven years after I graduated, I actually got into learning and development. So I, I found that although I have no regrets, that reaction to when things didn't work out or when I was frustrated, it was so much of a, okay, clean break, going on to something completely different. And so I felt that it almost had me starting back a ways and rightly so, because every time I went to a new, a new position that was in a completely different field, of course, you're going to start at the beginning. But I I feel like telling my younger self, Hey, take a breath, step back. And if you just heard me say that five minutes ago, yes, I'm still saying, take a breath, step back, (laughs) actually sit with your emotions, sit with what you truly want to do, and then, you know, move forward. And and even when we're talking about relationships, when someone really pushes that button, taking a step back, and this is something I teach in my classes as well, is to just take a breath. If you need to walk away from the situation, Mm -hmm. come back to it without that, that reaction point. Paula, what, what do you think on Mm -hmm. that?
1: And that's what I was writing down some good notes here as you're speaking is that, you know, I know when you felt like you made that move that it might've, you know, you were starting back over, you know, with it, cause you had already been seven years in and you made that move. And I, and sometimes those moves, even though you felt like you were starting over again, I would consider it like a lateral move. And I, when I was working at one of, um, one of my corporate jobs, we had that Cheryl Sandberg from Facebook was on as a as a speaker. And she had talked about so jealous. That lateral, right. So jealous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to hear her speak. And so she was talking about the lateral moves because I know I've done that with myself, like, Oh gosh, did this, you know, position move me forward or not. And she said, actually, you should take lateral moves over the course of your career, because you get to learn new skill sets that then the, the long-term effect is it actually moved you farther than if you stayed on that one ladder you know you moved over and then yeah you might be just equal to it you know today but you know 3 years from now 5 years from now you're farther along as well so it's just something to consider too that you might thought, felt like you started over but it might have been more of a lateral move
0: no and i think that's a good point it, you know because you gain different experiences you get mm-hmm. to work with other types of people and people and and process and and all of that good stuff i mean i even look at the the lateral move you made of, of moving from Des Moines.
1: Right. Right. And that's when, and that's what I was writing down too, is it's like, I think, you know, when we look back at, I call those, those forks in the road, you know, when we make those big decisions. And for me, when I made the decision, I had, um, you know, was part owner of a restaurant. And when that venture, you know, ended, I was at a point of like, do I stay in the Des Moines area? Do I move to Chicago? I had friends, you know, after college that moved that way. And so I kind of felt like I, you know, might've reacted. So when you were speaking to that, that kind of popped in my head about the reaction. Did I react because, because this venture didn't work, like I need to make a big change. I need to make a, you know, a big move and just do something completely different. And so today, you know, I look back on it and, you know, it's brought me to where I am today. And I, absolutely love where I am today, but I have had moments over the 20 years thinking that was a huge pivot point in my life. And if I chose to stay in Des Moines, my path would have been different. And like, where would it have gone? So it's just those things where you're like, I did react, you know, to it. When I look back, like I was, I'm like, gosh, I'm, you know, like shocked and impressed with myself that I was like, (laughs) I'm going to move to Chicago now. And, you know, I up and moved, you know, but I got to have the career that I did. I got to meet all the amazing people that I did. So, you know, it brought me, it was meant to be, but I did have over the 20 years I have considered like, you know, should I have done that move? So it's those things.
0: Yeah. Well, and I like the way you said that, you know, that, that big pivot where it's, wow, this is a huge life-changing moment. You took that other fork, you know, you took the yep. other side of the fork in the road. And, yep. and I, I, I love thinking about those things because I, I do think there's always that, oh, but what if I would have, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's a natural reaction. But I also would tell, you know, both of our younger selves, hey, when there's an opportunity that presents itself and you've seen a door or window close, at a current spot or a current relationship or a current city, if, if another one opens and it's not in that same city or in that same industry, it might be okay because it's going to bring you to that place that you don't even know is out there yet.
1: And I agree. I mean, just being, you know, open to learning new things. I was just interview. And I was just talking to you before this, that I was interviewing, I'm hiring for an internship for the summer. And one of the girls had impressed me. She said to me, she's like, I'm going to be transparent with you. I'm like, okay. She's like, I've never, I'm hiring for social media. She's like, I really never managed social media. She goes, I know I'm on social media. So I know it. She goes, but she goes, I absolutely love learning. She goes, I will learn as quickly as I can, you know, and I would be excited for this opportunity. And I said to her, I go, actually you saying that means more to me than you just on your piece of paper saying you had social media experience, you saying you're being open and willing and excited to learn is huge. So I think of all these opportunities that we did that, you know, if we stayed on the same course and just did what we knew and were comfortable mm-hmm. with, I think that's another thing too, is you get comfortable doing something. So you don't make the big changes, you know, to it. So.
0: Well, and I, I loved when you shared that because being open to learning Mm -hmm. something new and saying, Hey, not the expert, but I will learn anything that to me is is more valuable than someone coming in and saying, Oh, Hey, by the way, I'm an expert in this. Right. You know, and, and it's, well, who's an expert in, in that ever-changing world? You know, of course we do know some experts in that space, but as an intern level, sometimes being, being, a uh, overconfident could, might hurt you, but being able to say, Hey, I may not know everything, but I'm really willing to dig in, to learn alongside you as, as, you know, a help to you is, is very valuable, valuable.
1: Yeah. And I agree. And I mean, I think for us, you know, we've, you know, had time to reflect back over you know, our, our, all, all over our careers <laughs> and our life over the last 20 years. So it's just been fun. I you mean, know, cause I got to know you when you were early twenties. So to see who you've grown into today. And I feel like, you know, me looking at you, I'd say you've made the right, you know, choices and, you know, for myself, you know, I've, feel the same way, like who I am today. You know, I am so happy and lucky with the experiences that I had good and bad. Yeah. Those are all great learning opportunities and who I am today. You know, I'm proud of who I am. So,
0: yeah. And I, I do think some of those, those areas that we, that we went through, yes, that helped us become stronger versions of ourselves. uh, But I like Paula, that we've had the opportunity to Mm -hmm sit down with our beverages of choice with our younger selves and and give some (laughs) advice. And hopefully um, some of you that have that have listened today are like, oh, wow, Um, you know what? I am at that earlier stage in my career or, hey, guess what? I can apply that to my current stage, whether or not you're um, nearing the same stages of your career and your life as we are. Uh, that hopefully you've been able to take away some, some great nuggets of information that we would have shared with our younger selves.
1: Yeah, and I agree. And I, I thank you guys all for listening to us and supporting us. And if you want to know about our past episodes or our future episodes, come follow us on the Savvy Session LinkedIn page. And we also have a website, thesavvysession.com. So either either space, you get to learn more about us and the episodes that we have. And we look forward to having you listening to our next episode. So stay tuned when we launch our next episode on business, life, and fun.